0: Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal church in Leith, Edinburgh. This podcast features edited highlights from our all age service held on Sunday, February the 27th, 2022. To find out how to join us and for more general information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk.
1: Welcome to our all-age service on Transfiguration Sunday. Whether you feel like you're on the mountain top or in the valley of the shadow of death, welcome friend and stranger, young and old. Those here in Leith or at home or on another continent, welcome grace and peace to you. I'm going to invite Joni and possibly Marina to come up and help light the candle. And while we do that, you're welcome to light a candle at home, which will be a little beacon on the mountain of hope for our our time here together. And while we do that, I think the singing bowl is going to sound. Thank you, Joni and Marina. So our theme today is the transfiguration. Richard is going to lead a reflection later about the people we might meet on a mountain top. And our readings and our songs in different ways point towards seeing the face of God, seeing the face of the God of love in everyone. So please join me in the words in bold of this quote from civil rights activist and lawyer Valerie Corr. Revolutionary love is the call of our times. It is to look upon the face of anyone and say, you are a part of me I do not yet know. Among the feedback we had after last week's inclusive service was a desire to talk about a God who transcends gender. So if you'd like in this song to replace the Lord with my God or our God, you're welcome to do that. So let us invoke God's grace in the words of today's prayer and at home with your mics on if you would like. Together. Father in heaven, whose son Jesus Christ was revealed in all his glory before chosen witnesses upon the mountain top as he spoke with Moses and Elijah of his coming crucifixion help us to hear his voice and to bear our cross. Open our eyes to see him as he is, and help us to see you revealed in all living creatures in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And now, daring to open up to ourselves and to God, we offer the gift of our imperfection. Trusting in God's forgiveness, let us in silence confess our failings and acknowledge our part in the pain of the world. Together, come home to yourself and to each other may all that is unfree in you be released and may you blossom into a future graced with love amen let's stand for the gloria If you'd like to sit down just for now, please. This is where we would typically have a psalm. And we weren't going to have a psalm in today's service. But in the light of this week's terrifying Russian attacks on Ukraine, when Sally Fraser got in touch with Ian and offered to share a version of Psalm 42 in Ukrainian, we felt that would be a very fitting way to show our support and solidarity with all of those living in the valley. So Sally, could you come and um, tell us about this piece?
2: Thank you. So um, I happen to remember that a couple of years ago, some of us had learnt as the deer pants for the water in Ukrainian um, for one of the Anthony Kramer's Lash CDs. and so I, I dug it out, um, and it's been, for a few days this week, it was a sort of a helpful thing to do, to spend time trawling through music, trying to find an old copy of something and, and learning something. It was something nice, relearning something, it was something nice to focus on. So I'm a Russian speaker, not a Ukrainian speaker, so apologies if it's not quite right. Um, but hopefully, it's enough to get the the gist and the something we can share together as a sort of symbolic thing so i will teach you the refrain um, to join in um, which is it takes the f- same format as the psalm in english as the deer so the repeated line of only you i thirst for um i long to worship you goes like this and it's on your И мочи вода до да, пустыни, Я же прославляю Тебе. Я же вжди прославляю Тебе. Как нижний лен прагня Доводник потокит, Так душа Thank you.
1: Beautiful, Sally, thank you so much.
3: The Gospel is Luke chapter 9 from verse 28. Now, about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, The appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. And then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen, listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent, and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. This is the gospel, good news for all. So. Um if you have your
0: little sheets um, <clears> of <throat> St. James Young Children and Young People, this is really an all-age service today. So, um, there's lots of puzzles and things that you can spend the afternoon doing if you want. Um, once you've done your Wordle. Who's into Wordle? Say a show of hands. Oh, no, I'm blind. Not, not that many. <laughs> no. Once you start, you cannot stop, I'll tell you that much. Um, But I thought we might uh, use our imaginations today a little Uh, and particularly I'll be thinking about this, the the colouring page and the three people, um, uh, Peter, James and John, who are being just astonished by what they're seeing. Um, But in our imaginations, I would like us to try to imagine six people on the mountain. And uh, the first ones we're going to try and imagine. And you can close your eyes if you want to, and just um, let your imagination uh, speak to you. Yeah, if you have a pencil, it might be good. You might want to write a few things down. You don't have to, it's not absolutely necessary. So imagine yourself on a mountaintop and you are going to meet three people, Who have been very significant in your life. Now, these may be people, they may be people who are alive or who are dead, people you've known personally or perhaps you haven't known. One of them might be a relative um, that has had a particularly positive influence on your life. One of them might be um, a teacher, like Moses was, I suppose, a teacher, you could say. A teacher who inspired you. A lot of us have like one teacher. If you think back to school days, this one teacher who just um, had more influence on you than anyone else. Or it might be a close friend, someone you've known since childhood, someone who was a close friend and has left us. But I'd like you to try and imagine, just allow these three people to come into your mind. Three people that you would like to meet on the top of a mountain. And if you like, you can imagine them standing off to the left-hand side of the picture. And if you want to write their names down here or draw a little picture of them, you can do that. If it helps you, you don't have to. So just take a minute to let those people come into your mind. Three people who've had a significant positive influence in your life. Maybe surprising people, maybe the people coming to your mind may not be the ones you would have expected. Okay, so you've got those. We're going to come back to them. Now I'd like you to think of three people you could cheerfully push off a mountain. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, and Peter, Peter, James and John can stand for these people if you like. I mean, for example, Peter was um, very quick to speak without thinking a little bit insensitive perhaps. And James and John didn't have a fantastic record. Uh, They were the ones who asked if they could have the highest seats in heaven after the resurrection. And they wanted to call down fire from heaven on the Samaritan town. So you may be able to think of some arrogant people, violent people, but I think keep it personal. Someone who's actually, you know, maybe hurt you in your life. Again, it might be a friend who's betrayed you or an enemy who's done something nasty to you. It might be a relative who you just didn't get on with at all. It might be a teacher who you absolutely hated or who you felt hated you. So just let your, um, don't, don't try and censor it too much. It might be a politician, of course. Again, you can write these names maybe on the three, the three disciples there if you want to, if it helps. So, when you've got those, and don't worry, if, <clears throat> you can, you, this, is, this can be an ongoing thing. You can take this home with you. Think about it all week if you want to. But go back to the three positive people, people who have had a positive impact on your life. And imagine standing behind them, off, off the, the picture, the people whose influence may have caused them to be inspiring or loving people. So if you had, for example, uh, an inspiring uncle, think about your grandfather, your grandmother. Think about uh, their teachers, their friends. Think about the people who who made them what they are. And you can imagine the generations stretching back through your family, through your contacts. And it becomes just extraordinary, the, the connections we have. And the people who have made us what we are. So just spend a little time thinking about that. And again, if you want to draw in some names, do that. And when you've thought about that for a while, again, you can come back to it. This is an ongoing thing. Come back to our three um, people you'd like to push off a mountain. And imagine off to the right-hand side, so going over onto the other page, the people who made them what they are or what they were and the things that they went through, the people who perhaps were mean to them, the things they were taught as children, the regimes they grew up under and what made them into the people that you perceive them to be. And the reason for doing this, of course, is that it may give you a little bit more understanding of uh, why they may have hurt you in some way. It's not to excuse what they've done, or what they are, but as they say in French, to comprendre, c'est tu pardonner. To understand everything is to forgive everything. And you may, as you think of these influences, and you're only using your imagination, you don't know, I'm sure, You may see the faces of these people who you'd like to push off the mountain changing in some way, transfiguring. You may even want to say, Father, forgive them. They didn't know what they were doing. And I think there may be other aspects in which these uh, six people, or maybe more than six, I don't know, in which they can help us. Because uh, if we look into their faces, we may see a reflection of ourselves. Obviously, we'll see a reflection of ourselves in the people who've had a positive influence on our lives, because they've given us something. They've made us. They've given us something, so we have a bit of them in us. But equally, it may be that the people who we we think of in a negative way, there may be something in them which is also in us. About a year ago, I had a, I had a very strange dream um, in which a song, I was singing a song in my dream and I told Elspeth about it in the morning and, um, and it, was a, it was a silly song, but I'll sing it to you. It went like this. Open your eyes and look at me. Look at the things that bother you. Open your eyes and look at me. Look at me in disguise. <laughs> and I was a bit ashamed of it, but, but Elspeth was doing a course and she went and shared it with these people on the course and they were all singing it. They thought it was wonderful. So, um, so uh, I think that uh, I think there's something in it. I think um, and we're going to watch in a minute uh, the film that we failed to watch last week. Uh, of uh, some of our faces, um, and it's really, it's beautiful. I was watching it this morning, the song is lovely, and, uh, and the faces, and it's not that we've, the, 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 if you're in the film, it's because you sent in a picture, if you're not in the film, it's because you didn't send in a picture, that, that's all that it is about. But, uh, but as you're watching it, um, you may want to, uh, to think of, um, of seeing God in, in every face, and I love the thing that the, we said earlier, the people we, we haven't met yet. And, and I remember being on a bus um, in town and, and just watching, the bus had stopped. I was just watching someone walking along the street, just a very ordinary person, nothing spectacular about them. And I, I, the thought came to me, I don't remember being you. And th- there's something about the, the unity. If, if God is all in all, then God is in every one of us, every one of us. And so we say Namaste. The God in me recognizes and acknowledges and worships the God in you. And it's not always easy to see, but um, I think we will we will see them in in the faces.
4: you are a part of me you are the face of god you are the face of god i hold you in my
3: heart
4: you are a part of me you are the
3: face
4: of you are the face of god tu es de Dieu. i hold you in my heart tu es de you are a part of me you are the
1: You are a part of me. You are the face of God. You are the face you love.
4: come before God and give thanks to God for those people in our lives that have uh, inspired us that Richard spoke about, that we see the face of God in them, the ways that they have encouraged us and helped us to grow in our faith. And maybe in the areas that um, we're doing now, we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for them. And maybe those people that you wrote those names down, you wanna just give thanks to God right now. Maybe they're alive or they're passed on. To be grateful in your heart for them, for the face of God that we see. So many others, and among ourselves, for even the people here in St. James who inspire us, for us to give thanks to God for them. May God, this Yesu, this Isa, this Satguruji, give us the grace and the strength to forgive those. Maybe if they've uh, spoken harsh words to us or yet yeah, by their actions have hurt us. Let go. And to know that they too have been hurt, that they too have been through that pain and they too have suffered. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. As we continue to pray, let us pray for peace, this shanti, this shalom, into this world. And particularly at this moment, our thoughts are with the people of Ukraine. This Jesus rejoices with those who rejoice, and asks us to rejoice with those who rejoice, and to weep with those who weep. And sometimes people ask, where is God in Ukraine, in the midst of all that is happening, in the midst of the fear? And this Yesu, this Isa, this Satguruji, He is there, He weeps with the people who weep at this moment. He embraces them in their fear. He is there in the shelters. He is there in the homes. He is there on the borders with the refugees at this moment. He feels what they feel. This is a prayer that's been put out by the Archbishop of Canterbury, a prayer for the Ukraine. God of peace and justice. We pray for the people of Ukraine today. We pray for peace and the laying down of weapons. We pray for all those who fear for tomorrow, that your spirit of comfort will draw near to them. We pray for those with power over war or peace for desert for wisdom, discernment and compassion to guide their decisions. Above all, we pray for all your precious children, at risk and in fear, that you would hold and protect them. We pray in the name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. Let us continue to pray for that peace, that Shalom, here in Edinburgh and in Scotland for our communities that we're a part of. That this Prince of Peace, this Yesu who loves and recognizes and knows each and every person that's created in His image those in the new emerging communities, the Sudanese community, the Syrian communities, the Afghan, the Ukraine community here in Edinburgh, that we see the face of God in them, that they would know his peace this day. For those that are working and serving amongst them, those that are working with those on the margins, the homeless, the single parents, to bring hope in the midst of all that they are facing in the fears. We pray for your peace here in our own church in St. James's and the church in edinburgh the diocese and beyond the diocese to every church and denomination to every faith group that there is may they know that shanti that peace that Salam, even in their hearts this day and may that peace extend to each one of our homes and our families May this Prince of Peace reach out his hand, not to push anyone away, not to harm anyone, but to bless each and every person that there is. God has enough peace. He has enough blessing this day to bless every person that there is, everyone. No one is ex- excluded. Whether you're young, you're old, whether you speak a different language, whatever your background, wherever your culture, this Yesu, this Isa, knows you, knows your story and loves you. This is a God of love. May we see the face of God in others, even today and this week. May we know the Prince of Peace in us and through us into this world, in Christ's name, amen.
5: I just want to uh, thank Richard for his reflection because um, in a very sort of gentle way, (laughs) He's actually, I think, hit the core of the most challenging thing in the Christian faith, which is to see the face of God in uh, people that have hurt us or in our uh, enemies and uh, a a huge um, challenge for us. The other thing, uh, I don't know whether you find it difficult, but with what's going on in the news, it's hard in some way to come here and, and... Um, not to try and connect what's going on there with with our worship. So I'm really grateful for Sally for for, um, enabling us to sing uh, that psalm as a sign of solidarity uh, for what's going on. And one of the things we've managed to do, I think, the Christian faith, uh, certainly in the Western world, is we've made it a very individual thing, an individual salvation and coming to the table, an individual thing. But actually the salvation of Christ is much bigger. Uh, St Paul talks about he will reconcile all things to God and his salvation or atonement, whatever the word you call it, is um, as relevant to what's happening in Ukraine as it is to each individual. So as we come to the table, uh, we receive um, the bread that's broken, our broken selves healed but it is about healing uh, the world and I think i would probably with what's going on I will uh, maybe in my reflections look at how actually uh, what we do at the table here connects with what, what goes on outside. So I'm going to ask uh, Suzanne if you would just uh, ring the singing bowl again to prepare our hearts and minds and in that moment of silence uh, pray for what is going on uh, in Ukraine a hugely complex situation, but um, the people there really are losing everything. So let's pray uh, in our hearts uh, solidarity with them as we prepare to receive um, the bread and wine. We say together, yours God is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendor and the majesty for everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things come from you and of your own we give you. The Holy One be with you. Open your hearts to the one who is loved.
2: We open our hearts to you, O
5: Let us give thanks to God who gathers us together.
2: The one
1: who welcomes us to the table, we give thanks and praise.
5: Gratitude, praise, hearts lifted high, voices full and joyful. These you deserve, because you invite us to your table, offering not just bread, not just wine, but your very self, so that we may be filled, forgiven, healed, and made new again. You are worth all our pain and all our praise.
2: And we're gonna say we will walk with God Suhamba Nae Gum Trawenja Ula.